All right, everybody. Hello, and welcome to the very first Baden Athletics podcast. I am your co-host, for the time being at least, uh, Nick Browning, Assistant Athletic Director here at Baden High School. I'm here with the other co-host, Alan Caldwell. Alan, how's it going today? It's going pretty good. How are you? Yeah, man. It's great. It's a great day to be a Ram. Um, yeah, so a little bit about this Baden Athletics podcast. Uh, we were going to have a lot of different segments on this show. Uh, the goal is for it to be a weekly release um, we'll be having student interviews, coaches interviews. Uh, I'd love to get some alumni spotlight interviews. Uh, if anybody's interested in that, please reach out and contact me. Uh, my email is nbrowning at badenhs.org uh, if that interests anybody. Um, some other segments on this show, uh, this show specifically, we're going to be doing a weekly recap of all scores um, from August 21st to August 27th. Um, we have a featured interview with the football captains, at least three out of the six on this show, and uh, some general announcements as well. Uh, so without any further delay, let's go ahead and get started. All right, let's get into the weekly recap. So we're looking at August 21st to the 24th. This show is being recorded on the 24th. Um, so we have everything from this week, uh, obviously nothing on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, just yet. Um, to stay up to date with all of our uh, current information, make sure you're following us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, uh, YouTube, uh, as well as our new app and website. So you're just going to search uh, Baden Athletics or Ram Sports, uh, Stephen T. Baden High School Athletics, one of those three, and that'll get you where you need to be. Uh, with YouTube, we do try to stream most of our home games. So if you ever can't make it to a game, of course, we'd love to see you there. Um, but you're able to stream those on YouTube. Um, so, Alan, you want to go ahead and get us started on this week? Will do. What's going on, Ram fam? So Monday the 21st, a little volleyball action. Girls Volleyball versus Bellbrook, a wonderful program sweep. JV Beef finished a strong 2-1. JVA 2-1 and Varsity 3-0. Junior Lucy Hyde had her 500th career kill this game. Girls soccer versus East Central. JV tied 0-0. Varsity lost 0-1. And for our tennis team, Baden 5, Talawanda 0. Yeah, moving on to Tuesday the 22nd. Uh, so volleyball back in action. Once again, another program sweep, uh, clean sweep this time. Uh, JVB with a 2-0 win. JVA with a 2-0 win. And Varsity with a 3-0 win. Uh, boys soccer hosted Elder at Spooky Nook. Uh, the JV dropped a game 0-2, uh, but the boys came back with a strong win. Varsity uh, 4-1. Uh, Braden Eldridge with a hat trick. Um, rumor has it that Braden Eldridge is coming very, very close to uh, breaking the career goals record at Baden. Um, so stay tuned um, to look for updates on that. Uh, congrats to Braden. Uh, girls tennis also uh, went 5-0 and that day uh, versus Harrison. On the 23rd, a little girls' soccer action back at you. JV won 2-0, and Varsity tied 3-3 versus Mercy McCauley. And that brings us to today. So, once again, this is being recorded on the 24th. Um, So, girls' volleyball tonight have a green and white night versus Fenwick. So, what that means is any elementary student wearing any green or white attire gets free admission uh, into the game. So, um, trying to get as many Ram fans in the stands as possible uh, is the goal there. So, those are 4.30, 5.30, and 6.30. Uh, PM and once again those will be streamed for anybody who cannot make it. Uh, also tonight, weather weather permitting, we have boys soccer at Landmark, which got changed to a six and seven thirty start due to the heat. Uh, freshman football was supposed to be at McNick, but that is now going to be rescheduled for Week Four, uh, I believe September seventh, um, and that is a six o'clock start. 
Uh, and once again, that's canceled due to heat. Boys golf is hosting Hamilton, and tennis is hosting uh, McNick. All right, Friday the 25th, a little Friday night action at the sales. Then we also have cross country at the Moeller Invitational. Uh, moving on to Saturday the 26th, there is no JV football game to sales. Uh, I don't blame them. They're not going to come down uh, Saturday morning to the CYO field to play a JV football game, uh, and we couldn't find a replacement. So no JV football game. Uh, looking at our overall records, that brings football, obviously, last week with Hamilton's win uh, to 1-0. Girls soccer is at 0-2-1. Boys soccer, 3-0. Girls volleyball, 2-0 for the time being. Uh, Alan, any of those uh, records stand out to you at all? To me personally, I think that the football record stands out phenomenal to us because – being able to come and play against a Division One GMC team and be able to, one, shut them out, and two, put up points against them at their home crowd, that, that put us, that put up a big statement, not just to our conference, but to Southwest Ohio, that Baden's for real. Absolutely. And yeah, it's just a, a great environment. It was really fun to be a part of. Um, the record that sticks out to me the most is that boys' soccer. That's 3-0, and especially with that big win versus Elder. Uh, I think that boys soccer team is going to make a little noise this year. I, don't, I think people might be sleeping on them, but uh, I think uh, they got a lot of wins in their future coming up here. So next up we have Carson Cheek, Alex Ritzy, and Drew Vokey for our interview. All right, man. Thanks for joining the uh, the very first Baden Athletics podcast. I appreciate you guys uh, coming in early. Um, you guys have a late arrival. Explain what that's all about. So uh, we get the first two periods we get off, so I don't have to come in until 9.04. So it's, it's pretty nice. Yeah, new senior privilege added this year and taking advantage of it. Awesome. 12, you got anything? I only go in one bell late. I can't, sl- <laughs> I can't sleep in like them. <laughs> um, yeah, get a little, get a little uh, extra sleep. That's always good. Yeah, so we got uh, Drew Vokey, Carson Cheek, Alex Ritzy here. Um, three of our six senior football captains this year. All right, guys, so explain to me, how, how do you become a football captain? What's that process like? Um, so, really, it's kind of decided in that off-season period before your senior year, like before the season's officially started. And uh, I technically wasn't there for the voting, but I think it was the day of the liftathon, or maybe the day after it, you already had us all vote for who were going to be the captains. So the whole team votes. Yeah, it's like the seniors. Just the seniors, yeah. Seniors seniors vote for the captains. Yeah, we initially had uh, only uh, four spots of vote, but I guess a bunch of people tied for the last spot, so we just gave it to six people. (laughs) Yeah. So, yeah, so all six, we got Carson Cheek, uh, Zach Yordi, Alex Ritzy, Drew Vokey, Luke Franchini, and Nate Ostendorf. Nate Ostendorf. Um, So our six senior captains, uh, I don't know, the last time we had six. I feel like we usually have three. It's been four. Uh, four? I think, I think it's mainly been four. Yeah. All right, so week one recap here. Um, Hamilton High, mm-hmm. sellout crowd, Skyline Chili Crosstown sh- showdown. Um, first time since 2000, right? They had a two-game stint in 1999, 2000. Uh, talk to me a little bit about the preparation for that um, in those, those two days in that first week of practice. Uh, yeah, so – you could tell it was going to be a big game, and we knew coaches had a lot riding on it and just big implications for the city itself uh, going to that pep rally <laughs> beforehand uh, and really just in practice the week before, just them telling us the importance of starting your senior season out with a win, even though it's a D1 team. 
start your season season out right and just work hard, try to prepare for it. Right. That's huge. Week one, trying to get the, the ship on the – or the train on the right tracks there. Yep. What do you guys think? Uh, yeah, there was definitely a lot of buildup. Like Cheek said, that pep rally, I mean, just seeing all the Hamilton players there before the game, you don't usually get to do that. And, I mean, it was just a lot of buildup. All the coaches were talking about it. It's going to be a big game. Coach Lau, the offensive line coach, definitely got us fired up because, I mean, he works at Hamilton. So uh, I think he definitely wanted to win that game a lot, a lot more than just a normal game. But, so, I mean, there was definitely a lot more buildup than just a regular season game. Absolutely. Yeah, it was just a great atmosphere at the game, a lot of energy all around. And I think it was really good for us kind of just playing them week one, just having like two months prepare all over the summer, just going over what they do just for a big game like that. Right. Talk about um, talk about the environment. So whether it's pregame or, you know, when we first run out, what's that like? Uh, I thought it was awesome. Just so when we walked out as captains, us four, it was us three and then Zach Yordy. Just seeing that big wall of blue up there in the stands, that was the most full I've ever seen those stands. And then our side was full, and I could hear. So me and Buckle were close to in warm-ups. We were on the left side close to their student section. Their fans just chirping us the whole time during <laughs> warm-ups. And so I, that just pumped me up. It really got me going for the game. So I thought it was awesome. Yeah, a little different coming from the visitor's side yeah. after the captain meeting, isn't it? Yeah. It was definitely different going out, and you just look in the home section, and that's all blue. And like Cheek said, yeah, because offensive line always warms up in the corner. And, I mean, we were right by their student section. I mean, they were just yelling out our numbers, just talking <laughs> talking smack the whole time. So, I mean, it, it definitely got us fired up, and it was it was just a fun environment. It was awesome. Yeah, it was also, like, different for us, like, warming up with a bunch of people in the stands. No one's ever packed the yeah. stadium that early for us. And also, you can just tell it's a big game when you're out for the coin toss and the mayor comes up to oh, yeah. do the coin toss. <laughs> That's how you know it was a little bit different stakes there. Right. Yeah. I think uh, everyone in the town knew that something was going on that night a couple months before. Um, you know, everyone knew they had to get there early to get a seat or they probably weren't going to have a seat. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I think I drove by. I drove by the stadium around 3 o'clock. And there were people tailgating already. And I was like, oh, this is going to be great. Yeah, I remember the bus going by Gina's. And I look in, and it's just packed <laughs> with blue. <laughs> um, yeah, so, so what worked in that game, uh, either offensively or defensively? So obviously the score, 18-0, we can look at that. Um, you know, you can say defense played really well. They pitched a shutout. But what was working on offense, and why were we able to contain them so much on defense? Uh, so I'm the only defensive player, so I guess I'll <laughs> speak on behalf of the defense. Uh, I mean, our defensive line, they're just a bunch of animals, to be honest. They're, they're great players. They all do their job well. Our, our defensive coaching staff, I think, is best in the state, to be honest. Like, I think our D-line coaches do a great job. Schlager, Coach Schlager does a great job preparing us, and Coach Rogers does a great job with the linebackers. So, I mean, we game-planned really well. We knew since – they, since we played Mount Healthy two years ago, that they would, and that's the same coaching staff basically. They tried to do some of the similar stuff that worked against us then, so we game planned for that and really shut them down. I mean, Drew Enninger played a hell of a game. Like that was one of the best performances I've ever seen with his pick and a sack and a couple tackles to go along. And uh, secondary, that's by position. We, as a unit, I think we played pretty good. A.B. had some really good tackles. Kai didn't let any deep balls over his head. And, I mean, we sort of just played our game. 
Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, you know, I think the first defensive stand, was that a three and out? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, I mean, you set the tone right away. We get the ball back. Uh, we go down, we score right away. Mm-hmm. Um, something that, once again, I think we planned for all week, um, planning on those safeties. But maybe you two can tell me a little more about what, what the plan was there on offense. Yeah. I mean, we definitely started out fast. I mean, we were throwing a lot. And then kind of we knew the defense was just – I mean, they just kept getting stop after stop. So, I mean, we just – we were going with what was working. I mean, we were running the ball. We were getting first downs. We were converting third and twos. I mean, we were just pounding the ball. So, I mean, we were just going to do whatever it took to want to win the game. And, I mean, that third quarter was big. I mean, we, we had the ball pretty much the whole third quarter. Mm-hmm. Just just running it and just pounding it. And, I mean, I think we, I think running the ball just got us the win. And, I mean, defense played great. So, I mean, we just tried to keep the ball as long as we could. Yeah, once we kind of figured out what our defense was playing like today, we kind of just put in like an extra blocker like Drew Inninger, Ethan Kent. And I just think that just really helped us running the ball, really just put an extra guy out there. And then once we were able to control the ground game, I just thought it was just smooth from there, just running out the clock and getting the game over with. Absolutely. Um, Yeah, so big game. Uh, We were selling T-shirts the whole time um, for the weeks leading up to it. Uh, Showdown at the Schwarm shirts. Uh, So the shirts were $15.00. Uh, all proceeds were going to the Boys and Girls Club. We ended up raising $10,000. That was a donation to the Boys and Girls Club of Hamilton, um, which is great. They, they, they certainly deserve it for all the work that they do over there, um, and hopefully we can uh, continue being partners with them. Um, so it's in the past. Week one's in the past, right? On to week two, Columbus sales leaving Friday at 2 o'clock from school. Um, what, are we, what are we expecting there? What do we think is going to happen? Um, you know, what's the, without showing our cards, what's the game plan here? I mean, it's definitely going to be on the offensive line part. I mean, they got they're returning to their defensive linemen and um, some of their backers too. And I mean, it was a physical game last year. And I mean, I just expect it to be even more physical this year. I mean, both sides have probably gotten better, and so it's definitely going to be a big physical up game. Hopefully, we'll be able to do our stuff on offense and get a dub. Yeah, for the defensive part of the game, uh, they're returning a couple of players. They they've got some studs everywhere. I'm not gonna lie. Their their O line looks pretty big. They're one of their quarterbacks they rotate to is Ryan Day's son, so that's cool. <laughs> but uh no, I Coach Logger's getting us in great position. I mean, playing him last year was really good. It, I think it sets us up even better for this year. And they're gonna be really good. It's gonna be a tough game, a good environment. They brought their band last year, so I bet that'll be going again this year. So it'll be it'll be a lot of fun. Yeah, the Sales is a really good football team, so I think it'll be good for us to go up there and play like a really good opponent week two. Get used to that, and then um, really just watching film from last year's game and some of their uh, first week in scrimmages. I think Coach has put in a really good game plan. We just got to stick to start out hot and finish. Yeah, so referring to last last year, uh, week two, uh, we were at Fairfield versus Sales. We won twenty seven fourteen in a, a really good game. Um, Felt like, felt like no one really claimed that game until the fourth quarter, almost. Um, mm-hmm. Just the way, just the way both teams were battling. Um, who's your, who's your pick? Who's your pick to show out on Friday? Can't use yourself. <laughs> not, not Ritzy. I know that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Either hope, offense or defense. Hopefully, uh, the entire offensive line. They played. They stepped up last year when we got in. 
sort of what happened against Hamilton happened a little bit like this year, happened a little bit last year against the Sales. We were able to just run the ball and sort of grind the game down a little bit and just make it make it a little grudge match between us. And I thought that really set us up to win. Uh, I would have to go with Aiden Brown. Last year, that was one of his better games of the year. And I just think him going both sides, a big he plays good in big games. So I just think it's one of those games where you can just take over. Uh, I feel like the defense is going to have a big game. Uh, just like they're coming off a hot week like they had last week. I feel like they got stuff rolling, and I feel like they're going to have another great week. So we got offense and defense. Can't neglect those special teams, though. Uh-huh. Ben Saycash. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not a bad game last week, huh? Yeah. yeah. Golden leg, Benny. <laughs> um, all right, so let's let's get into to you guys specifically a little bit. So, um, you guys' record are Baden. I have you uh, as thirty five and three, uh, adding our adding that week one win uh, mm-hmm. last week versus Hamilton. So, um, pretty good, and that doesn't happen by accident, right? You guys got a core class. Um, you got twenty four seniors, um, and you know out of those twenty four, like we said before, you got six captains there. So, uh, and you know you don't just hand out that captain role to anybody. That's the leaders on your team, leaders in the, um, the locker room, leader on the field, off the field, everything. So uh, class of 2024, if you can describe what your legacy will be, let's fast forward a year from now. Um, so these juniors are now seniors. They'll look back and say, oh, we missed that class of 2024. They were blank, fill in the blank. Champions. Uh, champions. champions. <laughs> that's what – That's. I mean, me personally, so – these two both played in that game too, but that state game coming home with a loss two years ago, it it stings. It hit it hits very different. I mean, I the the one goal in my mind is obviously help my teammates become better players, but we gotta get back there. I like raising a trophy in Canton, it would easily be the like premiere of my life, honestly. Like that's that's the goal. That's the one goal for this year. Uh, I would say uh, dedicated. We're very dedicated. I mean, on and off the field in the weight room. I mean, we're just we're always all there, and I mean, always putting our work in, and we're just all always there. Uh, I would I would even go to like say like family. Just how close all twenty four of us seniors are. Which I mean, that's something you don't always see. This everybody loves each other, and then everybody's going out for each other, is playing for each other. Which I think that's why like what's made us so special. Yeah, I would completely agree. Uh, it seems like a very close senior class. You know, I had the pleasure of coaching you two in freshman baseball, and I can kind of I kind of sense that from that group. Um, and I heard all about that group from fall to winter to spring, uh, you know, how, how tight-knit you guys really were. And I can definitely see that paying dividends here uh, in your senior year. Um, you talked about dedication in the weight room. Um, you know, Coach Sheik runs a tight ship over there. Carson knows all about that. Yeah. Um, so tell me a little bit about, you know, why, why is that, why is his program so valuable? Um, you know, what were your, outside of Carson, what were your impressions as a freshman? You know, when did you decide to buy in and how do you see that paying off now? So, uh, I mean, obviously growing up with him, I, I knew what was sort of it for me that freshman year coming to lifting. <laughs> But to be honest, I to like actually buy into the weightlifting didn't really happen until so after freshman year. So I'm I've always been sort of a scrawny guy. 
But after freshman year, going into sophomore year, when I was like, holy cow, like, there's, I got a shot to play. Like, I have a shot to start as a sophomore on a really good football team. I threw myself into the weight room that offseason, and I really think it, it paid some dividends. I mean, I'm, I'm not big. <laughs> Don't let me fool you, but I'm pretty strong. And, I mean, just I think the hard work that I showed then really set me up for the future. And I think, like, the way he runs his program is honestly just super beneficial for everybody. And it's sort of a precursor to the field. You don't do one without the other. You don't be lazy and stupid in the weight room and then expect to go win on Friday night and play. You show up, you got to work hard. And I, I think a credit to the senior class, when we were freshmen, it was during COVID, and I think for the first month, we had one person miss that entire time. So I think I remember my dad saying that. So I think that's that's a credit to how dedicated we are and what type of program he runs. Yeah, to see it early. Uh, I would say my biggest leap in the weight room was probably after my sophomore year. I mean, I knew there was there was like seven senior offensive linemen that year, my sophomore year, so I knew I probably wasn't going to play that much. But uh, after they graduated, I was like, oh, man, this is this is really my time. I got to step up and be that guy because they're all gone, and now I got to play. So I feel like after my sophomore year, that's when I got in the weight room. I stopped playing baseball. So, I mean, I lifted, um, I lifted all winter and all spring. So, I mean, that's definitely when I got the most better in the weight room. So, yeah, that's when I made the best progress. Yeah, I'd say the best time for me really was – Going into my junior year that spring, after a, a back injury, I was not doing anything for 10 weeks. So I was really out of shape and stuff. So I think Coach Chi got me back in the shape, got me stronger. And I just think it's just a big advantage for us having a Coach Chi because not all schools have a lifting coach and organized strength program like that. And also, he's not just strength and muscle. like He's working on mobility and speed and everything that helps us on the field. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, what he does, you – you know, it's valuable to any program. We, all of our teams use him, uh, which is great, especially now that we have the class, which we mentioned earlier. Uh, kids can get their lift in during the school day instead of uh, after school or maybe going to practice and then coming back to school at 5, 6 o'clock. Um, so this whole, this whole new experience, uh, I think, is really beneficial to not even just the student-athletes, but our parents as well who, you know, of our younger kids who are – driving around, driving to practice, driving back to school, and, you know, all these different places. Um, so, you guys, what is your, what's your future plan? So, once you leave Baden here, what's the plan? Uh, so, I play lacrosse as well as football, and as of right now, I've got a couple looks, a couple offers from, like, small D1 schools, D2 schools. So, my my goal is to really play lacrosse at the next level, and then, after that, hopefully get a degree in engineering. I know I want to play football next level, but I don't really know anything about the school part right yet. Right now, I'm still trying to figure out what I'm going to do and stuff. Still early? Yeah. yeah. I'm definitely interested in football, too. Um, see how this season, senior season goes, and then uh, probably definitely get a degree in business and hopefully own my business one day. What kind of business? What are you doing? Uh, I don't really know yet. I mean, my dad does have a construction business, so I definitely thought about that. But um, I don't know yet. Fair enough. Um, so not too long ago, 
you guys were eighth graders. You were uh, whatever schools you were at before you came to Baden, um, and something happened, whether it was your decision, whether it was your parents' decision, maybe a hybrid of both. Um, something happened for you that you decided to go to Baden for your freshman year. Here we are four years later. Uh, if I am an eighth-grade football player right now, or an eighth grader in general, why Baden? Why would I come to Baden? What's going on? I mean, I think it's kind of obvious, just all the winning. I mean, whenever you win, it's a lot more fun than losing. So, I mean, I feel like there's such a good coaching staff here that, I mean, I don't think anywhere else that you could go that there could be a better coaching staff. So, I mean, just between the coaching staff and winning, I mean, it's, it's, it's a lot of fun. I'd say uh, I agree with Vogue completely. Uh, the coaching staff is easily, I think, one of the best in the state. And it's pretty cliche to say, but the Ramley, I really think that we are a family here. And you, it's pretty exemplified by our senior class. <coughs> I, we're, we're all brothers here. And if you're an eighth grader, and especially if you want to play sports, that's a built-in brotherhood that you're going to get. doesn't matter what sport you're going to play. but You're going to go out there and compete with your friends. You're going to have fun and you're going to make just lifelong friendships. Yeah, I would just say we're just a winning program. doesn't matter if you're on varsity, JV, or freshman. I mean, we've had winning seasons for all the past years. And also right now, if you're an eighth grader, you should get to play on the new field soon. So <laughs> yeah. depends when that comes in, but that would be cool. That would be nice. Yeah, so uh, bringing up the, the build a brighter ba- Building a Brighter Baden project, um, our athletic complex that is, uh, you know, a work in progress right now, still in the fundraising stage, but – um, yeah, it's going to be beautiful if you haven't seen any renderings online. Um, if you have any interest in being a part of that, you should reach out to uh, Chuck McKinney or Brian Pendergast, uh, and they will, they will certainly take care of you. Moving along here, uh, 1-0 versus 1-D. Who wins and why? So one-on-one, you can't, you know, we're not having overlap of people. So if Carson Cheeks that receiver, he can also play safety at the same time. So what we think? Give me one zero. <laughs> we are throwing all over the defense. Aiden Brown and Carson Cheek are better on offense than they are I on have, defense. I have three interceptions by the end of that practice. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 so I think put us in a game. Give us a week to prepare. No one out prepares Coach Slogger. True. No one outsmarts that man. <laughs> Coach Yordy would. Uh, sure. We got Coach Below too. Oh, sorry. So I didn't mean to upset you, but. but 1D, I think, I mean, our defense has been sort of a backbone to this program. Our offense has been spectacular as well, but I think I'm, I'm pretty biased because I've played defense for three years now, but our defense would probably kill our offense. <laughs> I know Voke is getting at least three sacks given up. <laughs> no, I think it would be a good matchup because, I mean, I mean we go, we go offense and defensive line go at it every practice. I mean, we have two sessions. We go one-on-one pass rush, and then we do inside run. I mean, it goes both ways every day. So, I mean, it's one day defensive win, the next day offensive win. I mean, it just goes back and forth. It's it's a good battle. I mean, it always prepares us going against those guys um, every week. I mean, it just prepares us spectacular for the game. It's just a lot. It's, it's a good thing to have going against them dur- during the week to prepare for the game. Yeah, I mean, competition breeds winners, right? And if you're competing every single day, that's – that's the game plan. That's what we want to do. All right, guys. So what kind of routines or uh, superstitions do you um, abide by on a game day or maybe the, the day before a game? So there's people who do all sorts of things. I play with the guy who uh, played with the rock in his shoe. 
every game. <laughs> yeah. Um, some guys listen to the same playlist. Some guys lay out their uniform the, the day before, the night before. Um, you know, all, you, you hear all sorts of stuff. Um, so just wondering if you guys have anything. Uh, me personally, I mean, I wear the same undershirt for three years. Uh, same undershirt, same girdle. Uh, not superstitious, but I think it really just – it's just normal. I'm comfortable. And it's a routine. Yeah, it's a, just a routine. I know Coach Yordy always <laughs> – I think he goes to the IGA in Millville every Thursday night and gets a sandwich for his dinner. Yeah, a little uh, steak hoagie. Yeah, steak hoagie. Uh, I know I, uh, I always lay out my jersey every uh, Thursday night, and then Friday comes around in the morning. I listen to the same playlist at the start every time. And then once we start in the chapel, I've sat in the same seat. I make sure I get there for the past three years. So, I mean, that's just kind of something I do. Yeah, I'm not very superstitious, but, I mean, I just kind of have a routine every Friday. I mean, I go get taped, and then I just go to the chapel, sit in the same same seat. And then when we eat our pregame meal, same seat every week. So, I mean, it's kind of just, kind of just in a routine every week. Right. Yeah, so – Talking about this game day routine, walk us through that. So school gets out, 2.35, what's next? Uh, we normally meet in the chapel around 3, 3.15. Sometimes Father Ed isn't there, but normally when he is, we have a little little mass. We get, we say uh, he gives a homily, we do, do the Eucharist, then we go to team meal, then walkthroughs. <coughs> what kind of stuff we get for team meal? Uh, food. This year it's been Chick-fil-A a lot. I mean, we've gotten all kinds of stuff in the past years, like pasta and stuff. But, I mean, Chick-fil-A's been really good this year. What's after that? Um, we – after team meal, there's sort of like a little, like, rest period in between. So team meal probably starts at 3.35, 3.40, and then – Walkthrough won't start till four, four ten. So after you eat your meal, there's a little bit of time. You go to the locker and put your put your pads on a little bit and uh, make sure everything's in your travel bag because we're we always get on a bus. And for the time being, yeah, for the time being. And then we uh, normally just sit around in the PFAC, just waiting for the coaches and try to lock in. It's it's normally a pretty quiet time. We all try to get locked in and. Uh, it's just a good period for us to get our minds right before games. All right, man. Thanks again for coming on. I appreciate you, and we will see you Friday night. Yep. Thanks Go for having you. us. Go Rams. Go Rams. Okay, our last segment is general updates. Uh, so Spooky Nook parking. There are three lots at Spooky Nook that we are able to park at. Um, lot one is our general parking, and that is off of Ray, and that is where everybody should park uh, unless you are in this next category here. So once again, lot one. That is right off of Ray. Uh, Lot two, uh, that is when you take the access uh, road from B Street. Uh, You take that all the way past the field, and then you pull in that first lot that's right next to the field. And that is um, only for officials, coaches, and handicapped individuals. So uh, we don't have very many spots there, and we're trying to keep it clear. Uh, Also, when it gets dark, uh, headlights there are an issue, so we want to make sure we try to keep that space as clear as possible. Okay, ticketing. So ticketing, there's a lot of questions on it. Um, why are we not all cash? Why are we not all online? Um, so we went all online when COVID was around, and that made things uh, a little different, uh, difficult for some people, easier for others. Um, but, yes, there is a mandate that on October 4th we have to start accepting cash. 
Um, so for Bayon Athletics specifically, all home events, we will not be accepting cash until October 4th, okay? Um, other places have their own their own rules. Some places have been all cash uh, since even before COVID and all the way through it. Um, but we are, we are refraining from going to cash um, until October 4th, okay? A um, couple save the dates here. So we have our homecoming parade uh, at Joyce Park on September 21st. And that will start at 6.30. So if you have been there the past couple of years, it's a great event. Um, a lot of floats, senior walking through. And then uh, we'll start at the skate park, and it will go all the way to the CYO football field. Um, so once again, September 21st at 6.30, Joyce Park, the homecoming parade. Uh, another save today is the uh, the reinvented drawdown. So we're renaming it the Ram Jam. The Ram Jam, that is October 21st, and that will be in the PFAC as it has been in years past. Uh, there will still be a drawdown event, but there will be some other things going on there. Uh, there'll be more information to come. Uh, the last thing here, uh, the Cincinnati Enquirer puts out um, polls every week uh, for different individuals and different teams. So we have Baden football up for the top Ohio football team of the week. We have boys soccer for top boys fall team of the week. Drew Anninger is the top Ohio small school football player of the week. Braden Eldridge, top Ohio big school boys soccer player of the week. And Emmy Demmel top girls tennis singles player of the week. Uh, so that concludes our very first episode of Baden Athletics Podcast. Uh, as always, please like and subscribe to all of our social media feeds, including this podcast. Uh, if you have any recommendations or suggestions, comments, uh, please send them our way. Until next time, appreciate you.